0: Shem Aleichem Rabotai, Mishnah, continues for Yud Gimel Tevet, Erev Shabbat Vayechi. Yesterday we started the 17th chapter of Shabbat, all about Muksa, and now we are on the second Mishnah in Perak Yud No tel odom kornas, a person can take a, kornas is like a big old hammer, sledgehammer, but et gozim, to crack open nuts. Now what's going on here is this is a clee, a hammer is usually used for a forbidden purpose, like bone or solter, like a malacha. But you can take it, pick it up, and use it for a permitted purpose, like cracking nuts. And the Gemara explains, and we talked about in S'michat Haver, with Rabbi Sober, we're talking about the laws of muksa. is that these kalim that are typically, typically the or typically you use them for an usher purpose, a malacha, you can use them not only for a mutter purpose, but you can also pick them up when you need the place, the tzorach makamo. So if you had a big hammer on your table and you didn't have any nuts to crack, and you needed the table for your Shabbosudah, you could still pick up the big hammer and move it. And of course, you could pick it up and crack your nuts with it and then put it back anywhere you like. Now the mission brings more examples. Kordum in axe, lachtoke the de Devela, to cut your fig cake. Remember we talked about in Zerayim, they would dry their figs and squish them into cakes. Those could be pretty hard and thick, so you could use an axe to cut up your fig cake. Magera, a saw, li grorbat gavina, to cut your cheese wheel. Magreifa, a scooper, li grof uh et to scoop out the figs from their bin. a rachat is a winnowing shovel used for the act of winnowing, which is typically a a mazleg, and here it's a fork, meaning a pitchfork. of the cotton, to give something to a cotton, like to give food. Now the kahati here explains what might be going on. Is that it could be this cotton is a Kohen, and they're trying to give him truma without making the truma Tumeya, as we discussed in Trumot. So the person with the pitchfork is using it to scoop up truma without, and being careful not to touch it, to give to the cotton. Or it could be the cotton is stuck on the other side of the creek, and they can't pass him the food, and he needs something to eat. So they're using this long pitchfork to pass him something to eat. Mishnah continues, et a kush, et kirkar, the spindle or the shuttle. These are parts of the loom of the weaving apparatus. Lachtoivbo to like spear your food with so you don't get your hands dirty. Machat shel yad, a hand needle. bo, et a coat. So you could use it to remove a splinter, even though it's normally used for sewing garments, uh, for tefira, which is a malacha. Shel sakain, a larger needle that was used by sack makers to make sackcloth. If a delit could be used to pick the lock for someone who lost their key. Great. On to Mishnah Gimel. Kone Shel a reed for olives. Now, what's going on here is this was a long reed they would use to stir their vats, their ma'atan of Zaytim. When you harvest your Zaytim, you'd stick them all in a vat and they kind of get squishy and warm, and then they're easier to press into oil. So, you use this reed to check. The oil, kind of like old cars, you used to have the little metal thing that went into the oil compartment, and you check the oil. The, the modern cars all have sensors, and so, Baruch Hashem, the, the, all of that was a little old-fashioned, so you had to stick the reed in and see if there's, you know, oil oozing out already at the bottom, which means they're ready to press and to stir it and get, you know, get the, get the olives moved around and ready for pressing. So, the mission explains, Yem Yesh Kesher Baroshu, it has a knot in the end, and you can see that, that bamboo and similar reeds, they have these knots, uh, these like lines and in, de, in that kind of kind of stick out so if that's solid and it kind of makes a a receptacle in the in the reed mikabaltuma so that's a receptacle that the it can, you could can stick olives or oil with this reed so in a couple of years we'll get to mesechet kalim and we'll learn that flat wooden kalim that don't hold anything are not mikabaltuma they do not accept ritual impurity and this kind of this reed, it's not really made to hold anything if it does not have this knot that closes off one of the sections. So Mishnah says, I'm in If it does not have this, this like divider, or this knot, it is not mekabal tuma. It's just a straight shot through, like a straight pipe. It doesn't hold anything. Since it doesn't hold anything, it's not a clay kibble and it's not mekabal tuma. But the Mishnah concludes, bain kach, bain kach, nital ba In either event, you can handle it on Shabbat. It's not muksa. Barner says, the ha It's a kli. Whether or not it has the, the divider, the pocket in it, that it that it's, uh, can hold something, it's still a kli. A because it's made to stir your olives. If you had a vat of olives and you want to stir them up on Shabbos so you can get the ripe olives on top and eat them for Shabbos, that would be completely allowed with this kli.